E-Tidings Cosmos. Good morning, 21st Century World of Worlds. This is Radio Richard Island, coming to you from within the soundproofless studio of life itself. Thor Miele, Falcher Rotenscher. I am your host, Richard McSweeney. Hear this, listener. Give it here your fullness of ear. From the beginning there is breath, and upon that breath there are words. Heard a voice upon the breeze at the weekend, saying, All new year, all new year, glory be to my ancestors, and to me, and to my descendants, of the lineage that was, that is, and that is coming, all new year. And the sage in the digital age speaks of the philosopher of old, saying, Like a winged seed upon the wind, he said, is a hazelnut rolling on a table. Even as the littlest of inspirations is it, managing to run away from us. We need to be quick to catch it before it falls off over the edge, and gone it is forevermore. In today's broadcast, I'll be reading from Prince Hamlet, Tao Dai Ching, and the true classic of Southern Taoist fragrance. This is a reading in continuity from Prince Hamlet. My lord, uh, his majesty commend him to you by young Osric, who brings back to him that you intend him in the hall. He sends to know if your pleasure hold to play with Liartes, or that you will take longer time. I am constant to my purpose. They follow the king's pleasure. If his fitness speaks, mine is ready. Now or whensoever, provided I be so able as now. The king and queen and all are coming down. In happy time. The queen desires you use some gentle entertainment to Liartes before you fall to play. She well instructs me. You will lose this wedge, my lord. I do not think so. Since he went to France, I have been in continual practice. I shall win at the odds. But thou wouldst not think how ill odds here about my heart. But it is no matter. Nay, good my lord. It is but foolery, but it is such a kind of gain-giving as would perhaps trouble a woman. If your mind dislike anything, obey it. I will forestall their repair hither, and say you are not fit. Not a whit, we defy augury. There is a special providence in the fall of a sparrow. If it be now, it is not to come. If it be not to come, it will be now. If it be not now, yet it will come. The readiness is all. Since no man has aught of what he leaves, what is it to leave betimes? Come, Hamlet, come, and take this hand from me. Give me your pardon, sir, I have done you wrong. But pardoned as you are a gentleman, uh, this present knows, and you must needs have heard, how I am punished with sore distraction. What I have done that might your nature honour and exception roughly awake, I here proclaim was madness. Wasn't Hamlet wronged, Cleartes? Never Hamlet. If Hamlet from himself be taken away, and when he is not himself does wrong Cleartes, then Hamlet does it not. Hamlet denies it. Who does it, then? 
his madness. If it be so, Hamlet is of the faction that is wronged, his madness is poor Hamlet's enemy. Sir, in this audience, let my disclaiming from a purposed evil free me so far in your most generous thoughts that I have shot mine arrow o'er the house and hurt my brother. I am satisfied in nature, whose motive in this case should stir me most to my revenge, but in my terms of honour I stand aloof and will no reconcilement till by some elder masters of known honour I have a voice and precedent of peace to keep my name on God. But till that time I do receive your offered love like love, and will not wrong it. I embrace it freely, and will this brother's wager frankly play. Give us the foils. Come on. Uh, come, uh, one for me. I'll be your foil, dear, as in mine ignorance your skill shall like a star in the darkest night stick fiery off indeed. You mock me, sir. No, no, by this hand. Give them the foils, young Ostrich. Uh, cousin Hamlet, you know the wager? Very well, my lord. Your grace had laid the odds on the weaker side. I do not fear it, I have seen you both, but since he is battered, uh, we have therefore odds. Uh, this is too heavy, let me see another. This likes me well. These foils have all a length. Ay, my good lord. Tao Dai Jing, Installment 11 It takes thirty spokes to share one nave. Because a nave is a void space, we can have the use of the cart. People need clay to make a bowl. Because a bowl is void in the center, we can use the bowl. People cut out of a wall to make a door and a window. Because they are void spaces, we can have the use of apartments. Thus, this is something we can gain that the positive existence shall serve for profitable adaption, and that which has no existence shall serve for its purpose. This is an interpretation, after my own fashioning, of some lines from the true classic of Southern Taoist fragrance. Nor Three Star Visitor spoke to me, saying, Humaculate of error, what stories, what anecdotes, what insights do you bring to this new dawn? A sage of old said to a crowned prince of Alandri, When people, your highness, do not carry their nature beyond its normal natural condition, nor alter its admirable characteristics, not alone is the moral integrity of Alandri secured, but so too that of the harmony of the seasons. Then what shall we say of people's dissatisfaction? A people's dissatisfaction, Your Majesty, is made to arise where they ought not to do so. Their intentions are all uncertain, they lose the mastery of their thoughts, they stop short midway in their words and actions, and do not finish what they have begun. In this state of things, a landry begins to have lofty aims and jealous dislikes, ambitious courses and fierce animosities. Who or what can save it? There is a story coming from ancient old, Your Highness, 
that tell told of a day when the entire population of the island found itself to have walked itself into a thought confusion that lasted for several years. What was the thought confusion? Nobody knows, Your Highness, but as an immediate consequence of it, the seasons were thrown all out of harmony. So much so were they in discord that winter days with frost, ice and snow could be found in the heart of the summer, and the summer in the heart of the winter. All the animals became utterly perplexed. Birds fell from out of the sky in mid-flight, for they had lost their purpose. Fishes of the rivers and streams threw themselves up onto the banks, and there remained until life had left them. The same was to be witnessed all along the shore, all around the island. In the middle of the night, the sun would suddenly appear high in the sky, and then just again as quickly disappear. A bright morning would suddenly find itself to be as dark as any a night, with neither the moon nor a star in sight. People would be walking into each other, not because they weren't able to see each other, but somehow they would find themselves to be in one another's way. And this would quite often lead them to fight and to call each other all sorts of discourteous names. And numerous were they who took their lives of others in of the lives of others in such a situation. Of a month, every fifth dwelling, say, in a village, would be left without someone. In one place it was said that 2,118 people were of a month no longer left to be of this world. How, how long did this dreadful disharmony go on for? Twenty-five years, Your Highness. How, how was it brought to an end? Of a day, the people came to their senses, Your Highness, with listening to wise words of a young crown prince of a certain landry. They vowed never again to do that which brought so much hardship to, the, to themselves and everything around them for so long. It was as if all things had been made anew, for the seasons became again harmonious. Fishes remained in the waters, and people in every fifth house lived to see their great-grandchildren. In a dawn reverie of this new day, meditated I on what an immortal self of mine did say, that lovingly relay we're back in days of long, long, long gone by. O mortal self of mine, when we're living in your own realm and time, you will have clean hands and a pure heart. You will not lift yourself up to falsehood or to what is fake. Most trustworthily would you speak. All right, I will leave it at that for today. Enjoy taking very good care of yourself and those around you. Be ever so grateful for your many blessings. And spare a thought, too, for people's living in faraway places, in all different kinds of situations, often very difficult and not at all of their own making. You have been listening 
to an Irish philosopher of the natural kind, bringing radio to the Internet via Radio Richard Ireland, on the air globally for about 15 minutes, Monday to Friday. The script format of today's broadcast will be available at a future date on AuthenticClosetDramaScripts.com. It is truly an honor to have you listening. May you be a blessing unto yourself by way of your past, by way of your present, and by way of your future. Sloan, August Benachtlet.